Hey Pods, tonight's episode is sponsored by the podcast Why Do We Say That? It's a father and son podcast where they explore why we use certain sayings in our everyday lives and where they come from, all while having a laugh along the way. My wife and I actually ran in the Flying Pig Marathon a couple years ago, and from this podcast I finally learned why we use the phrase when pigs fly. So give them a listen and support a podcast who is supporting us. Now on with the show. Welcome into the Burford and Brothers podcast. Uh, my name is Flynn, and I am one of your hosts for the evening. I'm here with my fellow host, Kevin Reynolds. I am here. Andrew Hovkamp. How's it going, guys? <laughs> and Jacob Pretty. Hello. Uh, so be sure to follow us on the Twitters and the Instagrams at AiredBNB. Um, we want to hear from you, uh, your feedback. Tell us how we're doing. Tell, tell us, you know, what you think of the podcast. Also, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, it looks like we got one review on Apple, so we're, we're moving on up. We're, uh, we're about to get, uh, we're about to blow up, I think. Ha. Huh. Ah. Yep, episode 17. You will have known us when. How many stars How many stars was that review? Zero. Uh, so we're still at five stars, uh, and I think we have four, four ratings and one review, and the review was nice work, guys. Um, and so I think, it, I think that know, means we're that's, like the highest rated podcast of all time right now. I believe, yeah. Yeah, if we're, if, if we're averaging five out no, of five, no, then yeah, isn't, we're isn't, tied. Isn't most successful uh, podcast in history? <laughs> you know, the body of work doesn't matter. Uh, the short amount of time, we've only gotten five stars. So we're yeah. like the, uh, what's the opposite of Aragorn, um, of podcasts. Uh, yeah, I mean, show me any other podcast that has five-star reviews consistently. I think, and, I think Denethor uh, I is kind of the opposite of Aragorn. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair. Uh, so tonight uh, I am drinking um, a bourbon. Jacob and I decided to go down to Frankfurt to visit Buffalo Trace, and then on the way back uh, stopped at Neely Family Distillery, um, and we uh, did a little bourbon tasting there. And so I'm d- drinking uh, their Neely Family Distillery Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Um, the, the cool thing about the, the two bourbons that Jacob and I um, purchased, um, they're both single barrels. However, they both had the same mash bill, and they were barreled on the same day. Um, mine was aged, I think, uh, like two months longer because they were using this barrel as the pour-your-own barrel, so it continued to to uh, age. Uh, the mash bill is 67% corn, 25% rye, and 8% malt. So uh, it is a very, very smooth uh, bourbon. It's only aged, uh, let's see... I think it was like 31 months, but they they were doing that thing where they uh, use the smaller barrels uh, so that there's higher surface area. Um, it's a delightful bourbon. Uh, it is at 110 proof, and I'm having a great time. Kevin, what are you drinking? Nice, nice. Well, um, I think I informed you guys that last week I saw, I followed the um, Distilled Spirits Council of the United States on Twitter. Actually, so does Aired B&B. 
And uh, last week there was uh, the Tennessee General Assembly officially declared uh, one of the days last week is International Tennessee Whiskey Day. And, you know, I've been hard on Tennessee whiskey on this show. Um, I do think that there are good distilleries in the state of Tennessee. Old Glory Distillery in Clarksville, Tennessee is fantastic. It's right where my uh, wife grew up, and we like them a lot. We also like um, Greenbrier down in Nashville. But uh, my utter disdain for Jack Daniels' Heathen Tennessee Sippin' Whiskey led me to think, what is the one thing I can drink this week to just give a giant, you know, flip the bird to to international or national Tennessee whiskey day. So I'm drinking what's called pure Kentucky. Um, this is out of Willet brand. Uh, it's a very good bourbon. I got it because I walked in saying, what's the most Kentucky thing I can buy? And it's got the state of Kentucky on the bottle. It also has this emblem that says small batch bourbon and has an X and an O. And I read that as little hug, little kiss. <laughs> Uh, so big hug. I thought that big kiss, little hug, big kiss, little hug, <laughs> little kiss. So I thought that that was nice a gesture from Pure Kentucky, for out of Willet Brands, and I and it's delightful. It's very very good. Uh, obviously, it's Kentucky straight bourbon. It's 107 proof, so it does have a bit of a bite to it. But we all know that high proof liquor and the Bourbon and Brothers podcast and me are a trio that just belong together. Oh yeah. We, I'm like the Sa- we're like the Sanderson sisters of this podcast. We just belong together. <laughs> that is true. I think it's Huffcamp's turn next. Okay, it is. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize that I would be drinking the uh, least potent whiskey when I grabbed the Knob Creek Hundred Proof. But here we are. Uh, yep. <laughs> so, yep. so I'll be I'll be the sober one tonight, I guess. Uh, <laughs> But I think I'll finish this tonight, uh, which is both an endeavor and not too much of an endeavor, uh, which will be good because I know I'm repeating whiskeys quite a bit, and I'm excited to just start throwing money at liquor stores in Louisville again. Pretty, what are you sipping on? Tell us about your Neely. <laughs> My Neely? Uh, so, yeah. So, as Flynn stated, um, I'm also drinking a Neely Family Distillery uh, straight bourbon whiskey tonight. Um, it's a rye, and it is... Uh, uh, their ride to the core is the name of it. Um, and, uh, when Flynn and I tried these, like they tasted very much different. Uh, so mine came out at 104.9 proof. Uh, it's been aged 27 months. Um, but it does really have like right at the front end of the, the bourbon. It's got this very kind of crisp, um, apple type of taste to it. Uh, so it's makes it for a very interesting sip. Um, and it, you know, uh, doesn't, doesn't burn as much as most rye, I think do or tend to sometimes. Um, but it's, uh, it's really solid, very solid. Like it. Shout out to Neely family distillery. I should say, pretty um, awesome. not a sponsor. mine is, mine is what, uh, what is called caramel delight. And so when we were doing the tasting, um, I've never had a tasting quite like the, the one that we did because they were, um, three straight single barrels that were same mash bill, same, uh, barrel date, same barrel profiles, aged basically the same, um, and you could actually tell the Very differences different. in in the taste, uh, just basically where they were in the rickhouse. So it was a really cool tasting to see the differences on the aging process and how that that comes out. But mine's a little bit sweeter, and uh, Jacob's has that little apple taste to it. So. Nice. So tonight, um, we have three segments for you. It's going to be an in-depth analysis of a useless topic, or whatever we call that segment. Um, Useless in-depth analysis. 
in-depth analysis of useless stuff. Yep, uh, he's gonna it's, it's, put the drop in. We don't have to keep arguing over the name. Because it's called there is something. A drop. It would it um, would be nice if one episode the drop and Flynn's words match up. That's all I'm saying. So then, then we're going to go into <laughs> fictional uh, squad, uh, family edition. Uh, it's it's uh, it, it, we'll, we'll 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 explain it as it goes. Um, and then we have a little new segment, uh, more of a uh, game that we're going to play. Uh, that we've uh, enlisted help from our significant others, and we'll explain that as it comes as well. So, Hope Camp, would you like to uh, explain the useless in-depth topic analysis? Useless in-depth analysis. Underscore useless this week. I just yeah, have to just this say is that. this is maybe as useless <laughs> as it gets, um, and that's coming from someone. Uh, well, a group of people that really described belts at length. Um, so, well, that was important. That was very important. Um, I don't really know how this started. I feel like Flynn and Pretty had an event this weekend that this occurred, oh, and there was some I can discussion. Tell you how it started. Yeah, pretty. Um, I, you know, no, you I don't. Describe. I don't want to know. No one needs to know. So, but the point is, <laughs> this is happening now, and I guess they got confused on different bodies of water at some point, and here we are. Now we're going to. Uh, with very little uh, proper definitions, define a lot of bodies of water, just define, describe what is what. Um, I'm concerned that Flynn will offer nothing to the table. He once thought the Gulf of Vermont was a real thing and doesn't know anything about what he refers to as, quote, geometry. Um, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> hold on. Hold Kevin, on. Kevin seems checked out already. He's a doctor, but not about, not about water. Um, but I think Pretty might know things. So, I don't know. We're going to talk about bodies of water. Flynn, go. So I need to defend myself. Um, we were playing trivia, and someone said, write down Gulf of Oman, and I am not good at geography. And so I wrote down Gulf of Vermont, and then the correct answer was Gulf of Oman. And everyone at the table was excited except for me because I wrote down the wrong answer. Um, That's, <laughs> so, I, thank you for somehow making it worse. With your defense. Yeah, yeah. If there's one thing that I know less about movies than, it's geography. So uh, if we wanted to do a geography be in a future episode, um, it would Flynn be bad. Will host. I, Flynn I will host. host it. Oh, no, uh, or no, you Flynn can quiz me and it. make fun of me. That's fine, too. Anyway, um, I, I guess we're just going to go through this and talk about water. Yeah. What questions so do you guys I'll, have? Is as probably the foremost <laughs> geography expert. I'm of just the sitting four here of like us. A, I don't. You know. I don't. I don't know. So um, lakes. It's like we're talking about. We're talking about furniture today. There are there's <laughs> tables and there's chairs and there's couches and then there's love seats and then there's recliners. Like how do you tell these pieces of furniture apart? Like what's the I difference? I really don't know. So. Pretty. Why don't you Why don't you give us a little background? Okay. So here's my thing. So a body of water, right? A body of water uh, is any significant accumulation of water, generally on the planet's surface. You have, Earth's surface. Did, you, did you look that up? Did you literally look I up did. a yeah, body of water? Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. lord. Now, now, <laughs> but here's, that here's, one. I didn't even need to Google that one. I, I knew what a body, a body of water, of water is like geography. when water forms a body. <laughs> here's where I have issues, though is uh is like the definition of sizes um sizes of body of water and how that determines like you know whether something is a pond or a lake whether something's a stream or a creek whether something's a river or a bayou you know it's it's stuff like that uh so what i want to know from you all um just kind of like (laughs) since you guys are going to correct me on this no matter what 
what do you define, first off, what is the largest body of water? What is the all-encompassing largest body of water that you could say? It's an ocean. 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 Okay, unanimous. Great. Wait, did so then is say a something sea? else? No. No, no I said, said ocean. ocean. Okay. okay. <laughs> so then is a sea smaller than an ocean? Is a sea part of an ocean? Is yes. a sea also a sea, a sea is objectively part of a smaller part of an ocean. Yes. Name, name some seas. Like the Mediterranean Sea is, a, is smaller than the Pacific Ocean. Well, that would be the Atlantic. But okay. Go on. Well, so, it, but what, well, it, it's what differentiates it between an ocean and a sea? A sea is uh, slightly separated, usually by inlets or other bodies of water and land masses in some way. Um, the Mediterranean Sea being probably the most isolated, but whereas the Caribbean Sea would be sort of where the islands are all kind of hanging out. And the, it's still the Atlantic okay. Ocean, but that's the sea part of it. So then what, and okay, then how do you define a gulf versus a sea? Because in that, from your description then, that there's also probably, sounds like the Gulf of overlap. Mexico. There's some overlap. Uh, you can look at the Gulf, or I think so the, why Pers- don't we the call Persian it the Gulf. the Sea of Mexico. The Persian Gulf and the Red Sea are very similar. Uh, however, gulfs are generally closer to land. I mean, wouldn't aren't all gulfs like surrounded continents. primarily by at least 70% of a gulf is surrounded by land. Usually so it's, it's at like, least like three sides of land. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. So more land on gulfs, more water separation okay. from the ocean on seas. Going down further then, what defines a bay versus a gulf? Well, it depends on how attractive the gulf is. Like, <laughs> if you and the gulf have been gone steady for a while... No. And the gulf is attractive. The gulf is now referred to as bay. I hate that I laughed at that. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with that definition. <sighs> Move on. This is next, next question. <laughs> okay. I think uh, I think of a bay as like a small gulf, and a small gulf is. But a they're big all bay. connected to the ocean, right? But like rivers yeah. are too. So what's the no, no. What's the for, difference for me, between the a river of, and a stream? It's the presence of waves, isn't it? Like gulfs typically have waves, and bays are typically more. Uh, docile waters. I feel like that's a Jacob pretty fun fact. Right I'd be there. I'd be I, shocked. It's actually, that's sound a sound has docile water. Well, first of all, I phrased it as a question, so it's not a Jacob pretty fun I, fact. I, you I say, don't know that. I think and this I'm, might be true. I'm more upset that pretty corrected it into a fun fact because Kevin <laughs> didn't have it as a fun fact. Pretty yeah, just I, changed the changed the sounds. Did you you didn't even put a sound on this list, pretty? I did not. I did not. Oh, I didn't compile the list. Flynn did. I'm going by my own knowledge. Oh, okay. The list is so, in alphabetical order. This was clearly just Googled bodies of water list, and he just put it in the show. Well, notes. which is what Pretty just did at the top of the segment. So, all right, um, where how where you need to go? Flynn, you asked about what the difference between a river and a sea is. Yeah. Let, I really yeah, feel no, no, like let's that. Switch, uh, switch to rivers. Deal. Switch to rivers. This river is important. and stream uh, and and marsh like what's the diff like i don't know no, no, no. No, what no, no, makes no, no, it no. a lake versus a pond like i don't I, yes, there's there all these lake, questions lake that we need to get pond. at because i i don't know these things when does it, when marsh? does a hill become a mountain somebody decided yeah marsh doesn't belong on i don't like that list. answer marsh marsh is 90 percent uh algae and um like uh, uh plant life not then water. what's the I, difference between a marsh and a swamp because when, if you want to bury a body, you put it in the mosh, and that's where you hide the body, in the mosh. Now, what about, okay, what about hang between... On, hang on, real quick. Okay. Flynn, what movie? I don't know. I knew okay. you were quoting something, but... Mm. Okay. <laughs> uh, what about uh, between uh, a mosh and a bayou? Well, 
totally different region in the country. So oh, so it you're saying it's on regional. the region of, the, of, of where you are. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I believe like I believe the bayou <laughs> this is, so is yeah. I don't I don't know. You can travel a bayou. You can't travel a mosh. We, mm, that doesn't sound right either. No, but I don't know enough about bayous to dispute it. No either. I've never been to one. One when I was thinking about these <laughs> things, and so so Jacob and I went went hiking with a, with a, a buddy of ours, Alan. And we we passed this body of water, um, and it was in our estimation probably that middle ground between the size of a lake and the size of a, a pond. And so we're like, what do we define this as? Is it a lake or is it a pond? And we didn't know. Um, and when I, you're standing you know, in front of it, can you see the entire thing? If you can see the entire entity of the body of water, it is a pond. If you cannot, it is a lake. That's how I always defined it. Oh, that's that's very interesting. But then in that regard, I think I've been on many lakes that I are not then lakes. And the yeah. only lakes that I've been on are like Lake Erie, Lake Superior. No, no, no. Like Lake Cumberland, Lake Barkley. So you're mean, yeah, all so these you mean lakes, to tell me. You can't, you can't see every edge of... <laughs> We went to like that lake. You went to at least four formals, probably like six with your college. Oh, career. you're and saying you're saying lakes. every edge. Uh, yeah, you can see the entire thing when you're standing at one at one. You're standing at the edge of the water. You can see the edge of the water in its entirety. Otherwise, there is a shore. Well, a shore. You can see all of the shores <laughs> of that body of water. Sure, sure. If you need to call it that, pretty. I, don't, I think the lakes have shores. I don't know that ponds do, but okay. You can see all of the land edges of the body of water. It's a pond. If you can't, it's a lake. That's how I do. What it. makes it a shore then? Is it is it is it sand? Is it an a area shore is just where picnic? a shore a shore is where the body of water meets the land. That is the shore. Honestly, honestly, I'm not sure. Oh wow, sure, that sure, was sure, sure. the daddiest dad joke. Okay, I want to. We'll, we'll move along, but uh, I just want to know this from everyone: rank the following from smallest to largest in terms of how you define it. Brook, stream, creek. Uh, what was the third one I had? You you, you read three. three. You're at three. We've got brook, stream, and oh. creek. Okay, yeah, brook, stream, and creek. Started with rank five, it. settled with three. Sm- all right. <laughs> did I say top five? Yeah, absolutely did. You did. It's oh, okay. Cat, al- Cat also just jumped in and said, yeah, you said top five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It goes brook, creek, stream, smallest to largest. Streams are the largest. Streams have the most water in them. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you, you went from smallest to largest. I was going to go largest to smallest. But, yeah, I, I think that, I think creeks are larger than brooks, or brooks are larger than creeks. Brooks are larger than creeks? Brook, okay. Brook Stream, Brook Stream Creek. Well, that's just insane. I don't I don't particularly care if streams or creeks are bigger. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> but but sure. Well, you know, let's 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 have that argument. Let's have hey, it. For, for, listen, for our <laughs> listeners, I'm going to say right now. This is uh, Cat disagrees. Cat disagrees with you all on that. Put her on the mic. We said different uh, things. She literally just walked out of the apartment. If she has something to say. She can come say. You it know, to me I herself. think that they're all subcategories of three different categories. But I don't really have to go into that if you don't want me to. Um, <laughs> I actually. Wait, do. which one's the soup salad I, uh, and sandwich? I will, I will be honest. I think you probably could classify everything as a lake, a river, or an ocean. 
That's 100% what I was going to do. It, it, it just gets small. Those are the big ones, and then it gets smaller Every, from there. So yeah. finally, you agree with me. Finally. Is it, yes. is it salty? It's part of the ocean. Is it a thin it's strip a where, you know, it goes down? That's a river that flows. Is it a landlocked, more, like, totally surrounded thing? That's a lake. I have a question. Pretty, can you, can you read the, the um, definition again that you studiously looked up? Of, of, of a body of water? Body of water. Uh-huh. Any significant accumulation of water okay. generally Okay. Okay. Here's my issue with with that as the definition in this in this piece and li- li- listing these bodies of water. On this list is a puddle. <laughs> the total amount of water in a puddle <laughs> is not more significant than the amount of water that is in my body, right? Humans are x percentage of water. So my issue is either human beings need to be on this list as bodies of water or puddles need to be off this list as bodies of water. I mean, just water. like the earth, I think your body has accumulated water over time. But uh, I think puddles should be on there. It's a, it's, a, it's a body of water that's annoying to people, so it can be significant. Then, then so are people. There are people are annoying <laughs> to me. And our bodies of water that are more significant. if the puddle is flowing, it's a river. And if the puddle is stagnant, it's a lake. You skipped lots of steps between puddle and river. (laughs) I'm going to wrap this up for us with a nice pretty little bow. Does anyone know what the largest lake in the world is? This is an Andrew Hofkamp scientific fact. Michigan, right? (laughs) Uh, It's one of those great ones. No, it's, it's some... This is probably some trick question where it's like some kind of underground lake in Antarctica or some. No, I'm not trying to play like mind that. games. The largest lake is the Caspian Sea. There you go. That's hilarious. That's not really a lake. annoying. That's a really <laughs> That's annoying a sea. thing. What the? And see, <laughs> right. like we didn't come to any consensus, nor do I understand bodies of water more I just than wanted, I did. I just prior. wanted pretty to get mad. <laughs> and why aren't why aren't it glaciers? Is, that on is here? true though. That is true though. Glaciers are not. Aren't glaciers I mean, bodies of water? They, de- yeah, they, they are. technically are. But they should frozen. be on this list. <laughs> they're unfreezing currently, and we need to stop that. But it is what it is. Uh, yeah. Do we want to to put a cap on it then? Uh, oh, a yeah. glacier cap yeah. on it? Yeah. A glacial cap. Let's so freeze it over. Let's freeze it over. Let's let's go to the <laughs> ice age on this one. <laughs> My final take that on this is I'm work. sick of I'm sick of some of these terms we use to define bodies of water. I'm going to start using some of these uh like uh, calling a instead of a stream uh, in the UK they call it a beck or um in Scotland they call it a burn. So I'm going to just call things by uh other names that we don't use typically over here. That'll sure make that'll you no well less annoying you. and yep. um and that's fine. That will have no effect on anybody. <laughs> that's Jacob thinking he's cultured. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, let's go walk along the beck over there. I was going to say, there's no way you're going to do it in anything other than a mildly offensive accent. And yeah, so <laughs> there it was. <laughs> didn't even unprop yep. he did it. Yep. yep, he just did it. Yep. All right, let's, nice let's, let's get uh, familial. Fictional Battle Royale. Okay, I love this. So as Flynn said... In this next segment, which is actually called Fictional Battle Royale. Fictional Battle Royale. We will be drafting or selecting uh, playground style, um, you know, individuals. Uh, You might have remembered episode something or other when we selected new friends. Um, Our friends 
uh, you know, some of them listened to this podcast and they thought, wow, those are better people than us. And some of our friends got offended and, if, and because we said we wanted new friends. And if that's the case and this podcast has become offensive to people, our notion was let's lean into that. Um, if drafting new friends got offensive, let's pick new family and see what our actual families have to say about that. At least at least Flynn's mom listens to the podcast. Um, and honestly, I'm going to go ahead and preemptively call her listener of the week because she's a delight. Um, uh, nobody else. Nobody else is allowed to be listener of the week. And, and so what we're going to do um, is from all of television and movie history – we are going to choose new family members. Uh, think about um, the conventional family a little bit. We've got a, a mother figure, a father figure, uh, or you can do um, you know two father figures or two mother figures if you want. But it's two parents, one sibling, and one nosy neighbor. Um, or you can just say neighbor, but I like nosy neighbor because it's funny. The order will be Huffcamp Flynn Pretty Me, and Huffcamp is up first. You can choose only two parents, only one sibling, and only one neighbor. You uh, may begin. Absolutely. I have a question for you guys. Um, mm-hmm. Did any of the parents on your teams kill Bellatrix Lestrange? <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna be that was gonna be my pick if you didn't do it. Uh, yes, yes, they because, did. Because Somewhere mine did. Listed. Because mine did. Molly Weasley is uh, the parent oh. number one. For every, go back and listen to that Weasley discussion from whatever episode that was. Uh, she's the best. Flynn agreed. Kevin argued it. Everyone won. Um, it was it was a flawless uh, debate. So Molly Weasley. Fair enough. Fair enough. Man, uh, that's a good pick. That's a good. That's a good pick. Uh, that was gonna be. Yeah, that was gonna be mine. Man, you you seem prepared. We. I think I'm we're all we're all considering. I'm cons- we're all literally pretty prepared on this one. I am considering. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Uh, George Feeney. Oh, come on. Yep, that's why I did it. Yep. I was going to say, you had to do it for the spike to Kevin, and you were never yeah, going to get another yeah. opportunity. I and think, I love I think, it. I love I it. Think the, I think the taking of the, the parents, because you have to do two of those, would probably have been the pick. But uh, just to mess with Kevin, I'm going to go George Feeney. I hate you so much. Uh, Flynn, the respect level. Cheers. I'm going to fill a pillowcase full of bars of soap, and tonight <laughs> while you're sleeping, I'm going to beat you over the face with it. You have over siblings and over from again. that show that you can take. I'm sorry, you would, stop I, it. Stop would George Feeney <laughs> approve of that behavior, Kevin? Right. Yes. yes. George, Feeney, George Feeney taught me four things. He said, believe in yourself. He said, dream, try, do good. And, and I think that trying and doing good both involve hitting <laughs> Flynn over the head with a pillow full of a pillowcase full of bars of soap. I fine. think he'd be fine. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Jacob, I, I hate you so much. <laughs> so much. It's the only name I have written down. It's the only name I have written down. <laughs> if I was in charge of, if I was in charge of of setting the order, I would have placed myself first, and he would have been the one hundred and one. <laughs> That's amazing. You were first last time. <laughs> that is amazing. I, I, I'm in the middle of a rewatch, by the way, of Boy Meets World. I, they just got they just got to college, and it's going really well. I'm three episodes away from Lauren, and it's about to get crazy. Um, See, I was most confident with my neighbors list, uh, but I had to do it. Uh, I, I just had to. You conniving bastard! Pretty, it's your turn. 
Thanks. Um, I still don't know what route I'm going with this, but just because I thought he'd be an awesome parent just for what he does, uh, I'm going with Brian Mills, a.k.a. Liam Neeson from Taken. That's awesome. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so good. I didn't think of that one. He's out of my list. Respect. I didn't think about that at all. That's well done. That's so good. Can you can you do the can you do the thing for us? Oh yeah, you have to do the thing. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. But I have I want you to know that I have a particular set of skills that makes me very dangerous. I can't remember the rest of it. It's a little bit a, dark night, but <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, he was in he was in Batman Begins too. It's fine. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Okay. I have such good names for all of them. Um but I'm gonna choose a dad first. And it's because I I have recently changed I so I I've got a list in my head that has lots of different dads on. I won't give it to you now. I might at the end of, of the, the best TV dads, but recently in the last two years, I've added a name to that list and he has jumped to the top. He is the best dad of all time. Um, and his name is Jack Pearson. Uh, he is the, the dad from this is us. Uh, he literally dies saving the, the kid's puppy when the house catches on fire, um, due to a crock pot. And um, and is just the best father ever. Now he has flaws, you know. He he has he has yeah, problems such with alcohol, as, such as dying instead of being around to parent his kids. Whoa! Whoa. Do not come. Do not <laughs> come for Jack Pearson right yeah. now. I will fight yeah. you. That's not cool. I, I actually, I've only seen a couple you. episodes of This Is Us. I think it's I think it's this drama porn. A, yeah, and, it's a uh, fantastic show. But the the so quick story on that the day after uh, the episode aired where he dies uh, from the smoke inhalation, um, my mom sends me a text while I'm at work and she was like, "Hey, just letting you know everything is okay. I'm in the hospital because I uh, almost burnt our house down by from, with a kitchen fire. I inhaled some smoke, but I'm in the hospital right now. I'm gonna be fine." I was like, "You've got to make sure that they get every test done because I just watched that episode and I was torn up, man." <laughs> and I texted Lauren. I was like, "My mom's in the hospital with smoke in." inhalation she was like you're joking she thought i was playing a mean joke yeah we didn't we did, this is real we did not use a crock pot for a year after that we yeah, went without pot roast traumatic. for a year it was traumatic um but jack pearson w- watch the show Camp, but jack pearson <laughs> is not dad <laughs> he is I've he's a great dad. watching he's awesome. it, but it's pretty awesome it was, the first couple seasons were fantastic it's still good it's it still holds up um, so I guess it's back up to me, and my level of preparation is just sort of like slowly Googling things until I figure out, oh, that is a pot person I want on my team, and hoping for the best. Um, I, I have to go with the neighbor on this one. It is uh, my favorite show of all time, and uh, it's, it's a bold statement because I do enjoy a lot of other shows since this, um, but Cosmo Kramer is the neighbor. That's a good one. And he is, he's the perfect neighbor. He, well, no, it depends on what you're looking for, but he is the best sitcom neighbor <laughs> of all time. Disagree. He is hilarious at every uh, entity. Cosmo Kramer um, lives in an apartment which may or may not contain a chicken. <laughs> and with Darren's help, they'll get that chicken. Okay. Nice work. Okay. Nice work. <laughs> I, almost, I almost wanted to take Cosmo in round one as much as Flynn 
wanted to, or uh, as much as Feeney was taken off the table for Kevin, just to just to aggravate Hovkamp. Because I, 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 I actually, I actually have a very questionable but awesome backup plan for that, and I almost wanted to do it, but we're gonna keep moving. Flynn. Uh, so yeah, I'll take I'll take I think the best sitcom dad of all time, Phil Dunphy. Phil Dunphy, um, he was next. He's he's uh, dang it so fun and funny and quirky and cool. Um, in in so many different ways so yeah i would love love him to be part of my family and i also kind of want to be him now so maybe he can teach me the the more i watch modern family the more i'm like hmm phil dunphy eventual dad goals that's cool (laughs) absolutely okay it's my turn well there goes my pick flynn is winning this so bad and i'm mad about it i can keep this going in a in a dark and serious route but i think i'm gonna switch it up i'm gonna go with a neighbor as well on this uh i'm going with steve urkel Mm. solid solid interesting urkel who literally most people i think think the show is about him but nope he is the neighbor yep well you could the show can be about the neighbor too i mean yeah oh well so uh kevin that's to you then Flynn, Flynn took Flynn took what I was going to do uh, with Again? Phil Dunphy. Nice. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, obviously, I picked Jack Pearson, so I wasn't going to pick Phil Dunphy. But I, I'm like so mad about how this whole thing. So basically, unfolded. Kevin is Kevin's got <laughs> Flynn's got Kevin's A squad, and Kevin's throwing out his B squad. I yep. can't wait for Kevin Absolutely. to then say why he has the best squad, knowing that he has the B squad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing this whole strategy. So I'm between two moms. You're just going to fight my family now. <laughs> I'm between... <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm going to go with Dragon from, <laughs> from Shrek. She's a mom, and every team's got to have a dragon. No, hey, that's my thing. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm just kidding. I, I should do that. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> now, I, now that I won't, Huffcamp will do that. He'll draft a dragon. No, he no, can't. I'm He's gonna... got a mom already. Oh, I can, it's just two parents, and I can absolutely draft Daenerys Stormborn, the mother of dragons. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so I'm between two moms. Both of their names start with M. One is on a childhood favorite sitcom of mine, and one is on a recent sit, uh, favorite sitcom of mine. <laughs> I know you're going to. Childhood. Um, she had two boys, and a uh, new one. She has a boy and a girl. I'm going to go with the more recent. I'm choosing Moira Rose. Yep. Yep. She will be married to Jack Pearson. I love it. Oh, man. That's an odd, odd uh, relationship that they have. <laughs> I'm down. Those are my parents. Okay. I, um, so I was uh, just like looking through some parents and Thanos popped up. <laughs> <laughs> and I, man, there's a real, there's a very serious you know? part of me that wants to do that. Um, but I am going to uh, draft or take uh, my sibling. And I, I think if uh, if Kevin was truly going for the attacking of Flynn's family, this would be the person to do it. Wednesday Adams. Oh gosh, she's right. next on my list. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I love taking Kevin's picks. This is a great fun, guys. <laughs> Wednesday <laughs> Adams is like one of the best yeah. characters, I think, uh, of the Adams family, which is a great show in and of itself. So 
Um, Wednesday Adams gets my nod. Uh, Flynn, please ruin Kevin's day some more. Well, hang on. Here's what's true. Here's a Kevin Reynolds fun fact. If Molly Weasley and Kramer had a son or had a daughter, her name would be Wednesday Adams. Like, he would be that character. <laughs> that actually is it's so perfect. It, it, it checks out. So that's really awesome. But, but Kramer is the neighbor, not the parent. So... Oh, that's right. It, well, that there's be, an affair. An affair happened. Say, clearly, clearly, <laughs> clearly, I'm about to draft some now. <laughs> God. Think about our listenership, Hupke. Okay, Flynn, bring us home. Yeah, they can Google uh, it. All right. Uh, I'm going to draft um, between two siblings. Um, both, I think, would be really cool siblings um, for very different reasons. Uh, but I think I'm going to go with... Um, Shori, uh, sister to T'Challa and from Black Panther. Suri? She's extremely smart. Yeah. You said Shori, and I was about to ask, oh, what, is the, Sorry. what is it with um, you and Shores today? And then you described <laughs> not a person named Shori. So are My you bad. saying Shorzy? Because I don't think yeah, he fits into I, this. I'm going to draft Shorzy from Little <laughs> Kenny. Uh, no, uh, I th- you know, she's extremely smart, uh, can can really help us get into some some awesome stuff. I do think I do think Kevin just now changed his pick to Katie from Letter King. Katie, though. absolutely. Yeah, she's, she's, <laughs> he, he was like, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> no, I, I, I do not want to be related to Katie. Um, at all. At all. Pretty, you are up. So, uh... <laughs> Once again, uh, well, I have I have a question, and then I, I mm-hmm. want to make a make a proposed addendum to this um, or added stipulation. First off, the question is: Are we? Never mind. I know the answer to this, but are we going f- again for who's going to win in a fight? Because no, if so, that's gonna, no, okay. no. It's who you want as a family. Stop it. Pretty. I understand that the segment's called Fictional Battle Royale, and that's why you keep it's getting confused. It's thrown me off squad. because I did Fictional Squad, this is Fictional Family. Yeah, You're but, right. But this is just like we do with best friends. It's not who's the strongest group of best friends. It's who's the best group of best friends. Like, my group of best friends was the best best friends group. This is what well, we're trying to do. In I this case, Flynn's that. family. I won the vote on that one, though. Well, that's stupid. The vote doesn't matter. I did again when I when it we were looking rigged. at that I was like oh man if I were getting happy hour I'd probably be with Flint's too and I think that's <laughs> I, I tweeted on. I tweeted no after <laughs> after after Flynn won that vote real talk I went on Twitter for days and kept saying recount recount we need a recount <laughs> I put it on my Instagram I put it on my Facebook and I had all these people just come at me I guess they were defending Flint I don't really know but they were really <laughs> upset. That I had kept saying that we needed a recount, but but I I still think that we need a recount. I had the better best friends group that that week. Pretty pretty, pretty stall enough. Up. You got to pick now. Yeah, yeah we really we've been trying you. to stall for you. <laughs> I even no, I appreciate that. You didn't, need to, you didn't need to stall for me. I was ready to go because uh, I'm still going to just stick with this anyways. Uh, for my sibling, I'm picking Michael Schofield from Prison Break. Okay, nice, love it, nice. Love it, actually, yes. that is. That's I a mean, great one. Who will get themselves arrested for armed robbery for you? There's only one break sibling that would do that. With tattoos. Yeah, to, to break yeah. you out. Oh, my God. <laughs> and if he fails, I've got, I've got Brian Mills to, uh, to also help yeah. out. Is pretty, like, really going down this dark path of crime? Is <laughs> I, don't, that, is I don't know. <laughs> but Wait, what, who's, what, uh, who's the other character? Who's your other one? Steve Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do that? Who's gonna Who's gonna turn into like uh, Bruce Lee? Doesn't he do that? He turns into like Bruce Lee and knows karate at some point. He turns so that's into yeah. Steve Stefan. Urkel that pretties. He Stefan. does that too, He turns into Stefan. 
No, but he also turns into a karate knowing person and like beats the crap out of the whole bar of bikers or something at some point. I don't know. But Kevin, Kevin, you're up. I, uh, I am so mad because I, so I, um, Wednesday Adams was the sibling member. I, I only wrote down two names for every position. <laughs> so this really sucks. Cause you guys have been coming at me. There are better. There are so many good siblings. Um, so you are last for the siblings, so you could skip the siblings. Oh, it doesn't matter. Um, okay. the neighbor, the neighbor's done. I've got the name. I have two that would work. Um, so the, the, the beaver is what I was thinking at for a sibling, you know, beaver cleaver. Um, he's the man. I'm concerned that we had a conversation prior to this about can the main character really get it? And I think even though the show is called, you know, beaver cleaver, I don't know that leave it to beaver, leave it to beaver. Considering the the, The show is named after beaver cleaver. Everything right, but, has been fair game. I don't care if he's a main character. Or not. I mean, everything kind of revolves around Wally, though. Like, I, I, I honestly think Wally is, the, but, um, oh man. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna punt. This is a mistake. I'm gonna punt because, again, you all know I'm in the middle of a rewatch. I'm gonna take uh, plays with squirrels, uh, also known as Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World. I'm gonna take. Gonna I'm gonna take Eric Matthews. Fantastic sibling. Uh, stands up to Harvey Kiner, uh, even though he probably was going to get beat up to save Corey. Um, if you watch Girl Meets World, you find out he 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 ha- becomes a, an elected official. Uh, Eric is a, is a great is a great uh, uncle and sibling. So I'm going with Place with Squirrels. All right. Um, so I have to choose a parent now. And this could be questionable, but definitely with what we know thus far, uh, has absolutely been a father figure. Uh, and so I will be going take with Vision? Din Djarin. Okay. Din Djarin. Uh, the yep. Mandalorian. That was my list. I will be Dang it. The Mandalorian and Molly Weasley with Wednesday Adams and Cosmo Kramer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I don't Fathers know you can count him as a dad. Oh, no. He literally is Grogu's dad. I think he displays dad-like qualities to Grogu. Yeah, I mean, he's dad As much, if not more okay, than pr- pretty, pretty, listen, not only did you just give the, the, the drinking game listeners a literally, but you said he literally is a dad. Tell me how he has children. He adopts, he adopts Grogu into his family. He is a foundling. Foundlings are, by nature, that actually is they true are the children of their, their clan. He gave so him away. So he is a he parent. He gave Grogu he's a, away. He's a the clan last of known, two. The last known act was him giving Grogu away. Yeah. He sent him to a boarding school. You said yeah, you sent him to a boarding school. He sent him to a boarding school. That's, that's, see, this is crap. I see no difference Parents between boarding school the, the the school and she's the man and and Jedi training are basically the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, okay. Hogwarts. This that would have been a much more applicable boarding yeah, school. <laughs> for sure. Uh, he's like he's like he's like you know two two things that are exactly the same: Mandalorian and Dead Poet Society. It's like basically the same plot. I'm in for that. Yeah. Flynn, you have left a mother figure. Well, a parent figure. Um, so 
you know, I have Phil Dunphy as as the 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 fun loving kind of person that that you know, the cool dad, the 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 good cop of the the parent duo. I think I need some some strict rules and some uh, some some strict guidelines type of person, kind of like a Claire. I'm not going to take Claire. Um, I I think it's going to come out of left field. I'm going to take Captain George von Trapp as as uh, my second parent. I was. So I love that. So I love worried. that. However, I just have to say it's Georg. But that's fine. <laughs> oh, is it gay or okay? Whatever, yeah, Captain Von Trapp. <laughs> I was so worried you were about to just super win this um, by taking dual dads, both named Phil, and taking Uncle Phil from the Fresh Prince. That would have made your squad perfect. I'm saying it because because I mean, pretty technically taken, but I think they'll take a mother figure. Uh, but oh my gosh, if you had, if your squad had been. George Feeney, Phil Dumphy, Shuri, and then Phil, Uncle Phil, I would have lost my mind how good your squad would have been. Yeah, but, but instead I'm going to go with Captain picked, Von Trapp. I don't know. Captain Von Trapp. It's, it's as good, I think. Uh, horrible parent. <laughs> He's not a horrible parent. He, he has becomes a, he, better. He has, he has a, has a governess through most of his children's lives. So much, yeah, Phil so many father issues. Like, yeah. He, Captain he prioritizes Von discipline over love for the majority of some of his kids' lives. He he. he I, that's what I need. I need Phil Dunphy and him to balance each other out. He's a terrible father. He's he will. Funny. I think he might actually kill Phil Dunphy in this family. He's a terrible. <laughs> so they father. love each other. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it was just totally okay, okay with that. Hold on, but I 100 percent now can see. I can see Ty Burrell just having a guitar, being like. Let's start at the very beginning. <laughs> Just like singing. The the outlier, the weird, the weird outlier on your team is Suri because you've got these like old school references, and then this really new school. I mean, she's a great sibling pick. I'm all about it. But I, I, you, your team for me went from perfect to almost perfect in the choice not to select two dads both named Phil. See, I didn't um, think of Uncle Phil. That's I'm I'm, I'm going to be real with that in Phil. The the lack of preparation for this uh, maybe needs to be done more often. Cuz I feel like everyone <laughs> is just so all over the place it makes no sense. <laughs> right. And yet Kevin who probably prepared the most is just getting just, swept out. If you just underneath. google like if the 10 minutes of research we normally do for this would easily have included <laughs> Uncle Phil on all of our lists. Yeah, I feel like that, yeah. <laughs> and it said he was only on Kevin's. You have one more parent to pick. Yes, and honestly, looking at it, were I going the were I going the wholesome family route, I totally would have gone Uncle Phil for my second do parent. Do it out of spite, do it out of spite. However, nope, nope. <laughs> I've got to I've got to stick to my guns. Got to stick to my guns I and can't. forming my ultimate team of family just amazing people i'm taking michonne hawthorne from the walking dead as the neighbor as the mom yeah as my second parent yes i stopped watching I it around the seen time show. she became a mom quote unquote um but i think it's probably fine she's what she's michonne fine i i really i honestly thought the way your squad is shaping up I thought you were going to take the. Um, I thought you were going to take Mrs. Incredible, 
I, she was she was the another potential option. Or Colin I thought you were going to take the mom Sandra Bullock, from Spy Kids? Sandra Bullock character from Bird Box. Um, oh no, I was between her and um, Emily Abbott, uh, Emily Blunt's character in, in Quiet the, Place. In Quiet Place, yeah. But no, Michonne, I'm going with Michonne. Pretty, can you just take? Not can you, lie, you have three great, great people that go together, and then Steve Urkel. Like it's <laughs> great. <laughs> Did I? Any, any, but, that, but that's why it fits because he's the nosy neighbor. He's the the the, the thing that's kill like, him. what? <laughs> or he's gonna or he's gonna be the one that saves them all on some type of secret mission. Oh man! All right, Kevin, all right. You're I, I misunderstood the purpose of I'm, this I'm this whole like, thing. Apparently, always. I, always I still don't know the purpose, the purpose of it, but I stand by every one of my picks. Uh, Huffcamp's team is great. Uh, Flynn's is better, and mine is fine. I um, <laughs> Jack Pearson and Moira Rose, mom and dad, um, plays with squirrels. Is the sibling? I need a nosy, na- a nosy neighbor, and George Feeney's off the board. And um, oh man, I, so I've been over here thinking. So there's Mr. Wilson from the Dennis the Menace cartoon. There is Wilson from Home Improvement, you know, eyes over the, you never see his whole face, eyes over the thing. Um, Thanks for muffling your voice for the sake yeah, of Yeah, I was going to say, I just, I, just, <laughs> I, just, I just did that on purpose. Um, okay. So those are really good neighbor picks. Hagrid feels like a neighbor because his house is next to Hogwarts and might be good. I actually, I actually, uh, I, I, I'll go ahead and throw this to you if you want it. I was contemplating Snape as my neighbor. No, no. <laughs> neighbor so to I, Lily. I, no, my, my decision's made. Um, I'm, uh, my wife listens to this podcast. So, um, <laughs> are you choosing your sense, wife? <laughs> no, I'm not. In the in uh, in the sense I that I'm a hot neighbor too. So yeah, in the sense that I that you know I don't want I don't want uh, Katie to be my sister from Letterkenny. Um, in a world where I don't have any of my family, including my wife and child and family. So if I'm choosing like you know all this stuff, the nosy neighbor I want is Penny from Big Bang Theory. Um, her her last yeah. name is eventually Hofstetter, but uh, starts as Teller. Um, but I would really, I, I think about myself in my 20s, having never met my wife, I, I probably would have really liked living uh, next to, to Penny. Penny would have no, been boy, great. No, that I just hate you've, that show so much. I did you? Is that who you're taking? Yeah. I, you've made a lot. You've made multiple. You almost took Sheldon in, I think, The Friends. You and love that show. How much do you I like, like the Big Bang Theory? The Big Kevin Bang Theory. Secretly Kevin? loves Big Bang Theory. I, I don't secretly love the Big Bang Theory. I love the Big Bang Theory. I thought the show was great. It's a terrible oh, show. Just kidding. Yeah. The finale is one of the best done finales of any sitcom of all time, and that includes WandaVision, Flynn. <laughs> I, I think Flynn unnecessarily hates on the show, but I think that it's not great. I, think I mean, it's that it, great. It, it, it's, so it was on air too long. Like it got way too it, long. Yeah, it 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 got bad, but. Um, but like other shows, like The West Wing was great for five seasons when Aaron Sorkin was writing, and then terrible for two seasons when he wasn't. I still watched them. I mean, it was my favorite show. It is my favorite show of all time. West I, Wing, not I, Big Bang. Yeah, West Wing. That's Big Bang Theory is is you know not in my top ten or probably even twenty best shows of all time. But I liked it, so I watched it. It was thirty minutes once a week. I, I dealt with that sacrifice. Oh to my keep. gosh, you watched it like live? 
Yeah. Okay. Kevin's that old. All right, I'm going to recap these teams. I'm going to recap these families. Go to go to hell. I'm going to recap these families. All right, Huffcamp, uh, Huffcamp has a new mom. Her name is Molly Weasley. That's pretty awesome. He has a neighbor. Uh, that's Kramer, and that that's so amazing. He has a sibling in Wednesday Adams, and that's perfect. And and all of that family has a patriarch in the Mandalorian, um, and his name is what again? Uh, Din Jaren. Jaren. No. Oh, yeah. J- that one. Double D. Uh, <laughs> Flynn. Flynn's uh, two dad parent structure figures are Phil Dunphy and Captain Von Trapp. Terrible father. Um, they have birthed Flynn and Suri from the. <laughs> Clearly adopted, uh, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> One of you definitely is. Uh, you both might be. I was gonna uh, from Black Panther, and you're you have the best neighbor of all time, the Clear One One George Feeney next okay. door to you. Are we? Are we saying so Flynn has two dads? Flynn has two dads. They're both clearly adopted. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> what are you saying? Neither like, of them Suri, gave birth to like, either Suri of us. Like Suri and you are not technically blood related. Like she's adopted. Like you might not be. Yeah, but, but it's like, clearly no, it I am pretty too. obvious that you're both adopted here. <laughs> yeah, Kevin was alluding to that I wasn't adopted, and I just we need to make that clear that that we understand how sex works, guys. That's what we're saying. <laughs> pretty, I need a fun fact. I don't understand what's happening. Um, just go through what's pretty squad, Kevin. Okay. Yeah, what's pretty, yeah. pretty squad? Pretty squad. Um, Full of things I haven't seen is uh, is Brian Mills uh, as the father figure, Michonne Hawthorne as the mother figure, uh, Michael Schofield. Schofield, yeah, whatever it was. You need to watch Saffield. Prison Break. My, Michael Schofield <laughs> as the sibling character and Steve Urkel uh, as the nosy neighbor. I think that's a great. I think that's a winning team in a fight. For sure, um, <laughs> or a bank heist, or just general, you know, shenanigans. I'm also, I'm also not convinced that solely with the Mandalorian, I wouldn't win that fight. If I live next to Pretty's family, I will move. Also, um, Pretty is the the redheaded stepchild of that family. Oh, for yep. sure. <laughs> There's like, what what is this piano playing musician doing here? He's the know. only Pretty is the only person that could make them be like, should we just adopt Urkel and like trade? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, as is my brand, uh, at the end of this, I've decided I do actually have the best family by far than anyone. So I have the world's best dad, Jack Pearson. I have um, not not at all the best mom, but a great a great mom in the sense that she's great uh, and famous. Is in Moira Rose uh, as my mother, and uh, my my brother is plays with squirrels, aka Eric Matthews. And, um, again, uh, in a world where my wife doesn't exist, I live across the hall from, uh, from Penny Taylor. Um, okay. That we left off on your list that, uh, you know, egregious late leaves us. I have a couple in each category. So, um, I was thinking about Henry Spencer as potentially that strict father figure, um, or Mufasa. Uh, no, Mufasa was there. Red, Red Foreman was across my mind. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Kitty Foreman. Um, I almost if, if I almost was like, 
because I'm after Pretty, and I was almost like, okay, so Pretty's trying to draft a squad with Brian Mills. He wants to fight the other squads. Who can, who's a dad? I, who's a dad I can draft that can kill Brian Mills? Like, who's a better tactical dad? And there's an answer, and the answer is Jack Bauer. Like Jack Bauer would straight up murder but, Brian Mills. But in what a does he? What is his father credentials? He's a father. Feels loose. Do we see that though? Jack Bauer. Ever? Yeah. Yeah. His daughter is a main character in Twenty Four. Okay. She gets kidnapped. You could have also just done Iron Man. Well, shut up, Flynn. No one asked you. <laughs> no Vision, one asked you. Wanda Maximoff. Homelander. Homelander is a, father, a terrible father. Not as terrible of a father as Captain Von Trapp. Who's a worse father? <laughs> Captain Von Trapp or, or Homelander? I think, Homelander. I think there's a clear answer. One is objectively the bad guy. Yeah. The other yeah. one is... A strict good a, a has redeemable good qualities. Guy. Yeah, I agree. Homelander does have redeemable qualities. <laughs> uh, that's true. I, I had not considered that. Pretty. I was I was uh, surprised that you didn't pick Luke Skywalker as your sibling. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Or Leia? I I tried to <laughs> tried to go or a Leia. little. I, Leia Leia was actually in contest. See, I wouldn't want to be Luke's sibling. I'd want to be Luke Skywalker. So I was thinking of Leia. But you want to kiss your sister? <laughs> No. What? That's gross. How very Kentucky of you. <laughs> and we're moving up. <laughs> Any other uh, siblings that we missed? Speaking of people that we kiss. Speaking of people that we kiss, uh, that is the perfect segue. We're going to go to a, <laughs> a significant other abated would or uh, aided would you rather. Uh, Flynn, you know the details of this. Please. Uh, let's oh, get hang away on. From quick, quick! Person. Before we move on, quick shout out to Marie Barone. That's who I chose Myra Rose, Moira Rose over was Marie Barone, the mom mm. from Everybody Loves Raymond. She's uh, amazing. Yeah. She, uh, she could have uh, qualified as both neighbor, neighbor. Yeah. and uh, mother, and I left her off, and I feel kind of bad about it, having now chosen Penny. But let's move on to the would you Clark rather. So would have been a good dad pick, too. For One more one more amendment to uh, the, the – so I actually wanted to draft Mr. Rogers uh, as my neighbor. He was going to um, be my neighbor if I didn't take Kramer. I was definitely going to take Mr. Rogers. He was but on my list, I, too. I took Feeney, uh, and then I alluded to a hot neighbor. Uh, I weirdly found uh, Betty Rubble. Uh, hot as a kid <laughs> it was it was it was a little weird i'm but. so glad we took this i'm so glad that i segued and flynn brought us back what i chose hell, penny man? i chose penny and you were like she's not all that attractive and you were like oh this cartoon yeah betty rubble uh you can't say that she's not at least a little hot right Okay, moving on uh, I, can, I can say that i have never once looked at betty rubble in a attractive or not manner. I can objectively well, say that. You know, I can't say that about childhood. Flanders. Um, yeah. About who? <laughs> Howdy doody, neighbor. Ned Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> somehow Flynn might have come in with a more hot uh, Flintstones take than I did with Bam Pam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, Very good. <laughs> so, uh, for this segment, we're going to play a little game. Let's play a game. So what we're going to be doing is we have asked our significant others to give us some situations um, in a would-you-rather type situation. And so we have asked them to give us two scenarios, and the four of us each are individually going to pick whether we would 
like scenario A or scenario B. And so some of these, I have not read them. Uh, my wife sent them to me in an email. I just pulled up the email. Um, so some of these are not specific to us as individuals. Some of them are, uh, <laughs> and they are labeled as so. And so I will, I will read them. Uh, yeah, there's, there's one. What? Okay. Anyway, uh, I'll Stop read them reading them, cheater. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so here's the first one. Here's the first one. Um, would you rather have a rock stuck in your shoe or a rogue eyelash? Uh, hang on. Pretty you? has pretty has a point of question. <laughs> yes. Point of question. No, you can conti- <clears throat> continue with it, but uh, I would just like to propose that uh, we just make a quick. If you have a strong idea of whose significant other said this or proposed this one. Um, you know, just throw that out there, because I have a feeling I know which one's cat put up. Is that stated in the email, Flynn, who submitted it? it? Uh, no, it is not. Uh, oh, then so, never mind. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but Kat did send Lauren a text that was um, probably 40 or 50 of these deep, so she had to go through <laughs> and, and figure out which ones uh, she would like to include All on I know podcast, is before so. I came downstairs, Kristen said to me, good luck with the <laughs> Would You Rathers. And I was like, oh, boy. Um, cause she's only listened at this point to the episodes we've released and only one of them have I gotten, you know, blitzed from moonshine. Um, yes. One of them. Are drinking on Would You Rather? There are more. How do you drink on Would You Rather? Oh, I don't think we're going to. I'm just saying her response I think was Kevin takes luck. a shot every time we have a Would You Rather question. I will not do this. Uh, <laughs> if it's three okay, against, so the, if it's ever three against one, the one drinks. So here's the first That's one. Would you rather have idea. a rock stuck in your shoe or a rogue eyelash stabbing you in the eye? Rock in the shoe. Yeah, rock in the all shoe day, all every day. day. All day. All day. All day. When, when I, I actually ran, had a rock in my shoe all day today, so there you go. When I ran, the uh, the Tough Mudder made me realize that there's going to be rocks in my shoe and I can still finish 10 miles. I don't know if I can like just deal with stabbing pain in my eye all the time. Yeah. I could I could imagine you trying to do the do the Tough Mudder and like an, an eyelash. eyelash. <laughs> like someone's like, dude, you okay? Oh, God. He's just rubbing it's, mud in his I don't, eye. I don't, do, I don't do finesse and I definitely can't deal with like an itch that I'll, I'll like, I'll pick off scabs and all this other stuff. So there's an eyelash and I'm running a tough mudder. My hand is covered in mud and I'm rubbing my eye over and over again. Okay. Uh, I think we're all uh, in agreement there. The rock and the shoe. The, the eyelash is the worst. Uh, question number two. Social. Would you rather... Yeah, go ahead. Social. <laughs> Social. Okay, we take a drink every time all of us are either in agreement or Cheers. disagree. Okay. So, would you rather... <laughs> Flynn just says, we drink. <laughs> we drink, yeah. Uh, would you rather do your own handiwork on a budget or pay someone to do all of it? And so, basically, do all of your own handiwork around the house or pay someone to do all of it? I would rather do all of it. I There's so much of it I can't do, but I think when you make... Because you can't reach it? Okay. I think when you... When you do it, the like so I've so I've built a I've built a deck, and I've done some other things like that. And when you when you build something, you're like, oh, I could do this again even better. Uh, I've not done any plumbing, but I feel like if I had to do plumbing and and made the mistakes of doing it poorly, eventually once you've learned to do it, you no longer ever need that service again. So I think I really think I would. Like if in this situation, I'm like building my house from scratch. Like put like not only building the, the stuff, but like putting the furnace together like it's something from IKEA so that I know how it works, so that when it breaks I can fix it. I think I would rather live in that world 
than pay people so much money. Nope, to I would do burn down things. our house. Uh, so I'm going to pay everything. You already tried. Yeah, yeah. And I already pay people to do stuff. So, you know, that one there thing. There are. Nope. It, it really depends. I think in general, especially around the house, I would rather pay somebody. Um, I, as, as I've mentioned multiple times, I bought my grandfather's old house, which means that I bought an old house. And also now it's a family house, so I'm never moving. And um, that means we have to do a lot of stuff to it. And I just really don't want to do it. And I would much rather just throw money at the problem um, than, than actually like rip apart this house and try to like learn how not to kill myself via electricity or how yeah. to put plumbing in. Now, as you also well know, I'm a butterfly gardener now. And that was all me. And I will landscape. I will never pay a landscaper. <laughs> you need to put that on your resume. Oh, I'm a like an advisor. That is an, I'm an all-day planter. Butterfly. That is all me. <laughs> I, I planted at least two bushes in your yard. You helped. Shut you, up. You, you planted one. It was you an helped. honorary planting of the V in my garden. So, okay, Pretty, what wow. would you rather do? You pay someone or do everything? Oh, do it all. I already do. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Let me let me but just yeah, say let me just let me just say this real quick. I I I won't do it all. Like like because this is an option we have as humans. I I won't do it all. I will pay other people to do it. Like in the would you rather world where it's either or, I will pay people to do 90% of the stuff. But I don't I don't love doing it. So if if the answer is all or nothing, I'm taking the nothing. But my family is going to suffer for this uh, because I won't be good at most of it. So the, so the next question is not really phrased as a would you rather. And so we can... It, so it says, would you rather have 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife? <laughs> that sounds like it was phrased as a would you rather based on the fact that it literally starts off with would it you sounds rather. Ironic it, to me. it sounds ironic. It sounds like it's an Alanis then, then it, ends. it sounds ironic. It ends. It says, would you rather have 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife? And then that's it. All right, uh, fine. Let's do or ten thousand knives when all you need is a spoon. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just do. Would you rather have a knife or a spoon always? No. Would you rather have ten thousand spoons or one knife? I think it has to be one knife. It feels like a taxi cab when you're already late. That's what. That's what having ten thousand spoons and all you need. It feels like like rain on your wedding day. Yeah, like rain on your wedding day. I think. I think Allison. uh, Or I'm sorry. I think uh, this one was submitted by quarantine. Uh, because she mentioned to me on multiple occasions that she like had to do an English assignment in high school about irony and this song and talked about all of the ways it's not ironic except for the guy that dies in a horrific plane crash, I think. Yes. Is the one that actually is ironic. Like like meeting a beautiful man and then and then meeting his wife. Yeah, that's just coincidence. Isn't it ironic? Kevin, we should make a parody. We should make a parody of that song. <laughs> it's just coincidence. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know how this is. Just move on. Uh, I'll All take right. the knife. So, so uh, <laughs> here, here's one that's, I think, pretty specific to one person. Um, hmm. Would you rather eat pretty. five live cicadas oh, this is <laughs> or take a pure bar class designed by Allison in front of people? Uh, for those of you that don't know, Allison uh, is sometimes referred to in on this podcast very affectionately, yeah. of course, Designed as quarantine. Designed by quarantine. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'll do the bar class. Let's go. Yeah, yeah let's go do bar. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do a bar class. Let's even though I'm going to probably regret it. I'm not going to be good at it. 
I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw up in both situations. <laughs> like that's that's what's true. Does it say five live cicadas? Yes, I, yeah, five that's, live cicadas. That's, a, that's really where it gets me. And having done pure bar, I if really they want were sauteed, to be eating cicadas potentially. Yeah, if you like, no, that, if that you implies like they're not live. Skewered and cooked cicadas, and you're like, hey man, you can just eat these like cooked protein packs, or uh, take a pure bar class. Having done the bulk of a pure bar class poorly, I would really rather eat the cicadas. Yeah, but since they're alive, there. since they're alive, I'll just suffer for the hour of a yep. pure yeah. bar class. Yeah. Social. Yeah, I, think I think that's cool. Social. Social. Yeah. Social. Cheers. Uh, here's another one that's pretty specific, I think. Would you rather play on a piano that's a quarter step off pitch or on an electric keyboard with no hammers or volume control? I don't think Kat wrote this one. Oh, give me the keyboard all day. All day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, t- I'll, take the, I'll take the electric thing. Electric uh, you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a... I'm not a um, I don't have perfect pitch. I don't. I don't play like Jacob does. But bad music makes my skin crawl almost the same degree as styrofoam. So I. I can't do it. Let it be known that I don't. Know that. I will also take. I will also take the electric keyboard because uh, most of the keyboards that I've played don't have hammers or control. You know expression ability so i just have to kind of make it work yeah uh, but flynn i think lauren wrote that one targeting I think, yeah me. lauren i think wrote so that. so let the record show that i confidently said uh whatever the keyboard one was knowing <laughs> literally nothing about either one of these and assuming that i wouldn't be able to tell the difference on either one of these um you and would. have an, an accidentally created another social no you would yep yeah Cheers. Oh no, quarter quarter step off pitch. You'll be able to tell. So so here's one I think for me. Uh, would you rather give up chicken or ketchup? Oh yeah, that's a Flynn. Uh, we all know Kevin's. I was gonna say I'd rather give up ketchup. I don't eat ketchup. Yeah. yeah. So but I'd gladly give up them both. So I think else. I would give up ketchup, but does that mean I'm also giving up barbecue sauce? Uh, yes, ketchup based yeah. barbecue sauce. Yes. It's fine. Vinegar-based barbecue sauce is awesome. Ketchup, ketchup for me. I think I'm giving up chicken. Yeah, I think I'm giving up chicken. You just said chicken over steak. So what are you eating? I mean, I would then probably eat some steak. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I eat tofu and I eat uh, you know seafood and and killer stuff like tofu. That, so. I'm doing the ketchup. Getting rid of ketchup. Keeping that chicken, chicken, chicken. Okay. Okay. Chicky, chicky, palm, palm. All right, here is uh, here's one I think that's uh, I think this is pretty for Kevin. Um, would you rather give up all meat except for chicken, or all dark liquors? Huh. Chicken. All meat except for chicken. <laughs> all meat. All meat except for chicken. All, all meat. meat all meat except for chicken. Yeah. 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 Social. Yeah, Social. So, would you rather become a vegetarian? I'll keep. I'll make it harder. Would you rather become a vegetarian? Yep. Or give up all liquor? Yep. Or all dark liquor? Yeah, I'll, so I'll be, you, I bring on the vegetables. Ever since quarantine, I've eaten a, like a little bit less and less meat or like meat substitutes or like birds in general. And I honestly don't really care that much. That, um, that's the first social in three socials Flynn's actually taken a drink on. And I love it. I will. <laughs> reading. I don't care. Oh, yeah. No one's ever read while taking a sip of whiskey before they don't. read again. But I, um, no, I, that's fine. I, I actually do like tofu. I've explained that before, I think. Yeah, I do too. I like um, 
Uh, I've never had the impossible things because I don't need them, but if I had to eat the impossible things, I would. I don't, I don't eat, I don't eat, I don't like most beans. I don't eat black, black beans, I don't eat pinto beans, I don't like that. So the black bean burgers would be a problem for me, but. Kevin, uh, uh, I brought I brought two Impossible Burgers from I one time. I think it was was it to Derby or was it to Easter? I don't know. No, uh, it was it was actually uh, Easter egg hunt, and you were, and and I was like, you were like, they, does they it change pink, color? Were, and I was like, yeah, but it looks like a burger. <laughs> well, they were they were pink like salmon, not pink like a burger. So when they were being cooked, they got darker, not more brown at first yeah, and at I first. was like I don't know I don't know what to do to know if this is cooked because when you cook a veggie burger a black bean burger you're just getting it hot you're not actually cooking like it's not it's not making it more healthy to, or safe to eat it's just are you making it tastier with grill marks or not yeah um, so I didn't know but the other thing I'll say is um, I don't I'm not. I, I, well, this podcast would probably find this hilarious, but I'm not sure that in a in a a one year scenario that I would choose no meat over dark liquor in the world where I can still have other things that I love, like red wine, and I would drink a ton of moonshine. Like I would drink a ton of white grain alcohol. Um, I would never drink vodka or gin, but I would drink so much white grain alcohol. All right, so Kevin, I, as um, you get drunker and drunker on the on the on the episode, uh, here's a question for you: Would you rather can, give up all meat or all alcohol? Meat, meat, vegetarian or completely sober? Meat. I would give up meat forever. And that sounds terrible, but. <laughs> But forever. I mean, but we just like to protect. We like to protect the environment and also support local uh, our local economy. Yeah, which means we and, have to give up meat. And, and drink we're bourbon. drinking vegetables right now. Well, I also like. I like um, corn. This is a bourbon and rye. This is a bourbon podcast. But I'm, okay. I'm a, rye is a grain, not a vegetable, Flint. And I feel like I I, I should not be the one that has to distinguish <laughs> that for you. <laughs> well. He doesn't understand geography. It's not so. a meat. Meats and vegetables, that's the only two to category. I don't I don't um, I'm a I'm a really I'm a really big wine person so much that like I can see myself taking the sommelier exam at some point in my life in retirement. Like that might be something that I try to do. Um, so I you know, alcohol is it's not like it's a it's like a you know, oh my god, I need alcohol. But I, I really like wine. It's, it's a fun hobby for me. I really like bourbon. It's a fun hobby and it's amazing. So I don't, I, I think I'd choose alcohol for those reasons. Not, not like out of like, a, oh my god, I need alcohol. But yeah. Okay. So, so going off, off that one. Would you be? Would you rather only be able to consume poor or cheap bourbon for the rest of your life? Like bad mm-hmm. bourbon, cheap bourbon. Do or, I know that there's other bourbon out there that tastes yes, way better? Yes. Oh, yes. man. Or would you be able to, would you rather be able to have the best premium alcohols out there, but never have whiskey again? So you can drink bourbon, but it has to be crappy. Or you can just get an unlimited amount of like really nice other liquors, but never have whiskey again. When I travel abroad with my in-laws to Mexico, 
the options for liquors are top shelf tequilas and other things. Uh, usually Johnny Walker red or black, so like 10 year old Johnny Walker black, which is a pretty expensive bottle, or Jim Beam. And so often do I choose the Jim Beam or the 10 year old Johnny Walker. In the case you've presented, Johnny Walker is a scotch whiskey, which is also off the table. Mm -hmm. So the answer is no. I, I will choose the other. I will not well, give up whiskey. Well, in that situation, I don't think either of those are crappy bourbons. I'm thinking Jeffers Creek. I'm thinking Kentucky Jim Beam Tavern. is a crappy bourbon. Jim Beam White Label is Not everyone considers it. I consider it as really less, bad. Less than, less than $15 a fit. Yeah. It's not good bourbon. It's not good bourbon, Kevin. With Evan Williams White Label, the bottled and bond that we have enjoyed is the, the highest tier I think that you could drink at ever. Okay. I'll drink that. Yeah, I don't like other liquors, so I'm gonna go with the cheap bourbon. Pretty. Cheap bourbon. Duh. You do you do that anyway. <laughs> By choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hove hove is this a social or are you antisocial right now? <laughs> I mean I don't wanna be antisocial but I'm with, I think I have to agree with the logic of Flynn. Like, I would put a couple ice cubes in some Evan Williams. I don't want to drink tequila. Right. So social. Like, the nicest yeah. tequila in the world, I'd rather just pass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we're there. We're all of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Feels biased. Feels, bi feels like we're biased. All right. So here is, I think, one. Uh, Clearly for Hove Camp. Um, would you rather not watch the Cubs ever again or only eat salad three meals a day? <laughs> All right, so let's just hear Hove Camp's answer then. I'm going to need some time on this. <laughs> okay, so, so for us, for, for pretty Kevin and I, I'll change it to never watch sports again or only eat three salads a day. Whoa, 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 no, whoa, whoa. We'll, no, we'll no, change no, it so it's it harder for us. I, I don't salad. care about the Cubs. But rather never watch sports again or only eat three salads a day. I will only eat three salads a day. Same. Same. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I like salad. I mean. If someone took the New York Jets away from me, I would hate it. Right now. That's one the, of the three the, main the national, categories the national that we have predators, salad. The National Predators are playing a playoff, game, playoff hockey game right now. And I didn't make a stick about it uh, to not do this tonight, but I'm, like, itching to see what's happening. But the New York Jets, the National Predators, those are my teams. The New York Mets, update? I follow. I don't right now. Because um, I, I will be distracted for the rest of the time if I get an update. It's between um, periods, so... Right, okay. I it is, in fact, intermission. <laughs> yeah, I, I know the game's not over. I'll be able to see the end of it, but... The New York Jets are such a big part of my life. If I couldn't watch Jets football, I'd be... I'd, That's I'd, unfortunate. I'd oh, you know, it's it's an awful... Kevin's it's like, depression is part a of my big life. part of my life. It, yeah. It, it, <laughs> it's like, it like, like when I go to therapy, and the therapist is like, why are you here? And I'm like, the New York Jets. She's like, you could stop watching. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> It's like, do you see how good? Do you see how good Trey Lance is? And we could have drafted him, but now we're stuck with Zach Wilson, and he's bad. Zach Wilson is MVP, rookie of um, the year. He's so, twelve. Uh, there is, 
Now I'm looking up the damn there was, score. There was <laughs> two a, to one into the second. <laughs> we recently Ooh, two to one, predators. Yay! <laughs> The Penguins are giving me the misery that, like, I mean, they, they should, they should yeah, win. I watched that. I they watched the being, game last night. They're being so good. bad. They're being so bad, <laughs> and it is causing me so much pain. Um, the Cubs have caused me so much pain. But uh, one of the questions I did not ask you guys during the uh, read my mind was like happiest moments of my life, and. I believe I'd have to go back and check my notes that after minimal reflection, I put the Chicago Cubs winning the World Series as number one. Um, I was in Chicago for that. It was 2016. The misery that I had suffered before. I was. I tried to meet up with my friends in Chicago. It didn't work because I wasn't working and they were. It was like a Thursday night. And so I was just at a bar in Wrigleyville by myself. Uh, with new friends and it was just the most pure joy I've ever experienced in my life and I think I can suffer through a salad if I know that that's at the end of the tunnel a salad having, three times a day every day for the rest having of said life. that I would really I would really prefer some cookie salad thrown in there <laughs> <laughs> okay well listen our listeners don't know what that is <laughs> Cookie salad they, they was can invented. Figure it out. It's no, they cookies. can't. Cookie salad is just cookie salad was invented. No, it's not. Stop it. It's chips of salad cookies. We've already established that you can have uh, cereal potentially as a salad as, as long as you eat it dry. So, let me just say this: cookie salad was invented in 2008 when my roommate Jamal and I were supposed to attend a potluck, at, and we had not prepared. Until the very last minute, and so we took what we had, which was a which was a bag. Lessons of, lessons of not you can translate like what you didn't learn at this experience yeah, to how which this was, podcast which was is half run. a bag of Chips Ahoy's <laughs> and half a bag of Oreos together, and we put them in a bowl and covered it in Saran wrap as if it was, as if it needed it, and brought it to the event. And they were like, "What did you bring? Cookies?" And we were like, "Excuse me, we brought cookie salad." And that was cookies. That was the birth of cookie salad. Since then, it has evolved to include snickerdoodle croutons and some other things that we would do. And you can decide based on your audience whether or not you want your chips always to be extra chunky, regular, original, or or chewy. But you always start with a base of Chips Ahoy cookies and uh, Oreos. And it, 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 I agree with you, Flynn. Chewy are the yeah. best. And, and you mix that up and then you sprinkle on the other things. So the base is always lettuce and extra. And then and then the fixins is always the other things that you would add in to the cookie salad. But that's how you make cookie salad. You throw in a bowl, you, you mix it up. Um, you always serve with salad tongs because it's, it's a salad. And and that's how you make cookie salad. So just want to make um, that. Clear. I will I will Thank say you. too though like Thank I you. genuinely hate I don't think lettuce tastes good and, and as that main delivery and platform like plate of a salad, I don't like it. But you can throw some spinach uh, with like a fruit with like strawberries and like I could I could I could handle that tight like a more of a fruit based salad with no lettuce all fruit day long. Sucks. Give me six types of lettuce and I'll take no fruit and my salad will be better than yours. I don't know any types of iceberg lettuce. That is a Romaine. thing. Romaine. That's a thing, I'm too. I'm at two. There are six types of lettuce? There's yeah. lots of stuff. Arugula. Oh, Arugula is lettuce? Yeah. 
Yeah. I spinach. don't know this. Spinach is spinach. We grow them in our arrow, we grow them in our arrow garden. It is. You can, you can have a spinach, spinach salad. That's not, that doesn't make it lettuce. It's basically lettuce. So I, I, I came to try a lettuce substitute. It's not lettuce, but it, <laughs> but there are there are more types of lettuce than just iceberg. And romaine. I got romaine. Okay. Potato. Right, the, give do, me another. Would you let's rather? Do two wow. more. Apparently, let's I'm do eating more. salad. So I can watch Damn. the cups. Two more. The cups uh, are garbage. Would you rather They're live me in? So mad. <laughs> Would I you? would not eat salad to watch the Mets. The Mets are like <laughs> this situation That's where they're fair. like always trying to tell you that they're going to be good this year. And you're like, no, you said that last year. And we're like, no, no, no. But but this year, we're going to be great. We're like, no, 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 no you said that last year. Bobby, Bobby Bonilla is only this our year. Let's, let's be real. The Mets year. are to baseball as iceberg lettuce is to lettuce. Well, I was going to say they're kind of like the Cincinnati Iceberg Bengals. lettuce is terrible. They're kind of like the Bengals in the sense that Bengals fans are always like, but this is our year. And Mets fans are like, oh, yeah, no, this is our year. We're going to be great. And then it's like, oh, no, we're going to be really good. And then it's like, never think that. The Jets fans are like, this is never our year. Oh, no, the Jets fans are not Bengals fans. (laughs) Jets fans are like, we're going to be terrible for 30 years. So shut up. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's do two more. Two more. Would you rather live in the Lord of the Rings universe or the Marvel yeah, sure. universe? Lord of the Rings, Lord not of the even Rings. close. Not even close. Yeah. Next. <laughs> I'd like to live in the Shire, smoke pipe weed, and have wizards solve my problems as opposed to dealing with supervillains that ruin my life and have to count on superheroes that might also be uh, suffering from like yeah, I giving feel like me the just everyday so like, it's life just... of a of a person living in the the Lord of the Rings universe is much better than just us you know after the after the most recent trailer for the eternals i don't want to live in a world where the eternals exist in this world and they were like no they didn't do anything we're good we won't interfere could could you imagine could you imagine if like a deity just presented itself and said I've been real the whole time. I just let you guys do this. <laughs> I, mean, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want to interfere. It seems like you guys like, had I'm it under control. I'm going to snap like, the entire When in the history of the world have we had it under control? And the MCU made it like, we're like, how can we take this world that we live in now and make it super powered? I am so concerned <laughs> that the MCU is about to become awful. Like, it was, it's perfect right now. It's perfect and they're gonna try to introduce a multiverse the eternals and all this other stuff at the same time and it's gonna and and all of it's gonna be like this is this might be good movie like this is good these are good movies but you're gonna introduce this stuff in the same universe that what just happened existed I don't love it. I'm really concerned that it's going to ruin the whole thing. I, I, I almost wish they would just stop now. I actually agree. I think the fact that there's like a little bit of reality rooted in the MCU as it exists now is what makes it great. And I think they're yep. about to switch into it's about to get real beard, like real some weird. real comic book nonsense. Real beard. It's gonna get real beard. Real, real beard. Real bad and weird. Real beard. Real beard. But which, by the way, I think is coming off soon. The real beard here is uh, you shaving is your playoff beard out for the Penguins. It is. Yeah, the Tristan Jari seems 
the goalie for the Pittsburgh Penguins seems to insist that I should. No, the, going the Islanders baby, are going. The Islanders are going to beat the Pens, and 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 the Predators are going to lose to the Hurricanes. This is just going to happen. All right, and that's sports talk. So so I have one more, one more quick question. So um, would you rather be the shortest person in your group of people that you hang out with? Or the oldest person in the person a group of people that you hang out with, Kevin. I'll come to you first. Oldest. I would rather be the oldest. Um, here's what's true about our group of friends: is if you were like line up, the, the difference in height between me, Pretty Hove Camp, and Flynn is like maybe inch, one and a inches. quarter inch total. I'm the tallest like, though. Yeah, Flynn's the sure. tallest. <laughs> and you're not much taller than me. Flynn is pushing 5'10 and a half. I am. I mean, it is almost six feet tall. I'm like 5'11 and three quarters. So Okay, no, based on no, rounding, we're all no, you're almost not. six feet tall. Yeah, no, you're not. I am. So <laughs> I, I, um, what's true is uh, I, it, it, a big, big underline. I might be the shortest of the four of us. I think I am, but I'm definitely the oldest. But the difference in my life experience as a little bit shorter than Flynn, a little bit shorter than Hubcamp, a little bit shorter than Pretty, is um, like like what's true is I'm a better person. You see things a from a more life. grounded perspective. I have I, I'm, I'm I'm more successful, so I I'm so much better than these other three people, even though I'm shorter. That I'm not worried about the fact that I'm shorter. Older is is something. Um, older that is something. That you also are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also are. Kevin's like, yes. So, I answer yes to this question. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I, that's it's basically, would you rather be Kevin? Which which or version? Kevin. Which Kevin which would you rather be? The older Kevin or the shorter Kevin? Would you rather Kevin? be? Because <laughs> at times uh, he's oh, prominently oh, both. <laughs> Quick question, Hope. Is the bottle you're about to pour out of the one you said you would finish tonight? It is not. The one that I said I would finish is the Knob Creek uh, single, or not Knob Creek uh, nine year, and it is empty. Okay. This, All right. so you're, this so you're is gonna, my add more. second drink, actually, from the Evan Williams Fall Batch 1783. 1783. 1783, yeah. Which is definitely a step down in quality. Maybe could have been afforded in the cheap bourbon rule that we just came up with. I, it's okay. It's yeah, close. It's, it's, it's close. a fancy it's looking bottle, but it, yeah, it's okay. Let me tell you, it's, it's the, definitely it's the, the worst the, of the Evan Williams brand. It is the, no, the, the regular label is the worst no, of the Evan Williams. I don't agree. I don't agree okay. with that. Uh, but it is definitely the bourbon that I can sip neat after I've had two full glasses of 100 proof Knob Creek. <laughs> Flynn's also finishing off a bottle. You know what? We're all finishing off our bottles. I think that means that we're done uh, with the episode, yep. maybe with the evening, definitely with our bourbon. Um, so, guys, gals, listener, probably just the one listener. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so, so much. <laughs> we're done. Uh, you asked for absolutely none of this. We gave it to you anyway. Have a drink on us. Good night. Good night. Cheers.